0: Shut up and sit, and sit down. down. No matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. A guy like me should never be allowed to get in here in the first place. I know that. Either I'm dead right or I'm crazy. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Thing. There's only one person in the world to decide what I'm going to do, and that's me. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Put the All right, everyone, welcome to the first episode of The Kevin King Show. As you may have guessed at this point, I am Kevin King, uh, your host, and I'm very excited about finally getting this off the ground. This is a project that I have really been dragging myself to do. And now that I've been 30 years old for a week, I thought, what better time to go ahead and kickstart a project than, uh, than now? Some of you may recall if you've known me long enough, that I actually began in a little bit of media back in college. It's kind of knocking on a decade now. I think it's going to be nine years in uh, in January that we started our television show right on campus. And uh, of course, I did that with Tyler Crawley, my partner in crime, who we will uh, we will be jump-starting the Tavern Voices podcast as well uh, very soon. So him and I will be teamed up on that. And then I will be working on the Kevin King Show to do something a little bit different. It will be a little bit less news and current events and more of an in-depth look at what is going on. But I am going to get to that part in just a uh, in just a few minutes here. I I wanted to start off and uh, telling people about like I said we're we're approaching the ninth anniversary of Right on Campus, which is something that Tyler and I started while we were uh, in undergrad studies at UNC Wilmington, and we saw a big void. Uh, in the conservative voice on campus, uh, obviously not just on our campus, but across the nation, and that is something that has uh, continued to uh, to go on, if not grown. I think that there's there's definitely an issue with getting a different side of the uh, of the argument on college campuses, and I see that every day. As a uh, as a graduate student now, I'm going to UNC Chapel Hill, and I think it's amazing how much different the college landscape looks than. It did just uh, just about a decade ago. So that's that's another thing that's kind of spurred me that, to, to get on this uh, new adventure um, here. So we did write on campus, and that was aimed at kind of bringing humor and lightheartedness to politics, which is something that I think cannot be overstated. I think the conservative side does a really poor job at communicating. I think marketing is something that we definitely have to work on because I believe a lot of these principles sell themselves, but they a lot of people get bogged down in the technicalities. And that's why you see so many divisions between libertarians and Tea Party and Rhino and establishment and, and all these different factions. And of course, you get that in every in um, you know in every party and every side of politics. But I think part of it is that we just don't do a good job of, of conveying what our message is. So that's something that Tyler and I really wanted to work on was get people involved, get a conversation started, and do it with some humor and try to try to engage people who aren't normally engaged in the political process because they hate the bickering and they hate the traditional news media cycles. And I think that's something that is, is probably even more true today than it was when we started just uh, simply because things have gotten so much more polarized and heated than they were uh, just about 10 years ago. You've got to remember that we were coming into Obama's first term at that point, and now we have President Trump. And who would have thought that point A would have led to point B? I certainly wouldn't have bet on it myself. So while we were trying to start this discussion on college campuses, we had the Conservative Hawk, which was a, a underground newspaper that we uh, printed with the help of a, a, of a local friend in Wilmington. And we also had a uh, right-on-campus radio show, which was on The Big Talker, and then that transitioned over into a show that Tyler and I did on Sunday nights, uh, if I recall correctly, on Wave, which is where Tyler is now, doing the morning show. And so that's uh, just a little bit of the background about why I want to get this project started back up is that I really miss having the the platform to have these discussions that Tyler and I started quite a while ago. But I think it's also even more important now, as I mentioned, that things, the, the landscape has changed quite a bit in the last several years uh, to the point where I really hesitated on getting back into the media space. I've kind of kept up with blogging and a little bit of online writing, op-eds, when I was with the uh, the Tribune Papers in Asheville and Hendersonville. But I think it it became a very difficult point for myself to, to really know what I should say. And so for, for many years, I really stopped saying anything. I would yell at the TV at home like everyone else, but I found myself really reserved and unsure of what I should say. So I would if I was on Tower's show for a quick segment or uh, any other uh, medium, I would kind of stay with the politically correct answer and, and shy away from any, any difficult conversations because I think that one of the, the major negatives that has come through in the major, major cultural narratives that have been going on over the last several years is, is the discussion of privilege and the marginalization of people like me, a white male. In case you're listening to my voice and can't tell by the Southern accent, I am the trifecta of the newly marginalized class, and that is a Southern white male who is often portrayed in the media. If you watch a movie, anyone who is unintelligent is has a Southern accent. Uh, we saw that with Bush's entire eight years; they just portrayed him as dumb and unintelligent, and I mean, him and I have a lot in common. We, we, we don't do the words well a lot of times. And, uh, but I digress. The point, the point being is that it became more and more difficult for me to step out on any platform, even to do a Facebook status without drawing a lot of, a lot of controversy and the viewpoint that my opinion no longer matters because I'm from this, this newly designated privileged class of person. And that's something that I struggled with Greatly, I I really challenged my own belief system through this period and said, am I in the wrong? Are, are all of these things that, that we got on television and talked about in the radio and talked about and printed in printed newspaper, are, are all of these issues, was I wrong the whole time? Am I really, it, does my opinion matter? Is my opinion wrong innately just because I am a conservative Southern white male? And the more and more I thought about it, I, I realized that that's the most unfair thing that you can do to anyone. And I think starting a conversation and holding up anyone's viewpoint, regardless of said privilege based on the color of their skin and things like that really need to be challenged. And that's what's driven me to this point right now because I was so discouraged for years to get out and say what I felt in my heart to be true and in fact it got to the point where even starting this podcast has has been something that i've stressed over what 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 should i say what shouldn't i say what uh what of my beliefs who should i have on what would be fair what what's not fair and that in and of itself is exactly why i have to do this because i don't think until we can break down the new barriers that have come up that we will be able to progress anywhere as a country as long as we keep labeling each other as as white black liberal conservative you know republican democrat trump supporter anti-trump supporter socialist. well okay socialism is a whole different uh whole different whole different box i don't really want to open at this point but the point being that we've got to break all this down and have tough conversations and i have sat in a classroom with 22 other people for the last year working on my master's program who all come from varying backgrounds and one that is, is very different than mine in some respects and very similar to mine in some respects, depending on who you're talking to. And they all have the same sort of general uh, viewpoint. They're, they're much more, I guess, you know, liberal, progressive than, than I am by, by far. And But we've been able to have conversations. And I think that that's one of the real keys to making progress is understanding where people differing viewpoints come from. And that is one of the things that I really want to focus on on this show is bringing on people who not to argue and not to just have the same sort of discourse that you have on the nightly news shows where they have people who disagree with each other and they say what they were going to plan on saying to begin with. And then they move on and they've changed no one's mind. They've just rallied their own supporters. And I think that that's something that really has to change. And I would really like to take that opportunity on this show to do that because ultimately, really, we have no choice. We have to come together as long as they keep dividing us. uh, We have so much more in common with each other than anybody wants us to figure out because that gives them the power. As long as they can pit us against each other, they win elections, they fundraise, they 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 fuel this, and that helps them achieve their goals, and it hurts us ultimately. No one has really ever benefited greatly from one particular election, but people lose friends over it all the time. So I really want to reframe the conversation. That's the, uh, that's the tagline I'm going with, and as long as we can reframe. I see it as my goal to completely reframe the discussions that are going on so that maybe people would challenge their own belief system. It doesn't mean that they're going to agree with me. I hope at the end of the day, I learn something and they learn something and we can we can really change what we are, the narrative that is going on right now because it's, it's, it's truly unsustainable. So for this show, and I really do want to keep this first little episode brief. I know that hasn't been the case so far, but... Um, you know, I want to talk about politics. I do, I do plan on covering hot button issues and current events, but that's not really the point of, of the show. You're not going to be getting your, your news updates from here. That's what Tavern Voices is going to be for, and as well as the other 50 uh, talking heads that are out there that will give you anything you want to see, read, hear. Um, it's 24-7 we have really reached a point where we have news overload and so i don't want to talk about the news because ultimately you can find the news that you want to find on your own and we'll actually you know hopefully hopefully dive into uh into into that topic as well about challenging yourself on where you do find your news um, but, but looking at politics and the tough subjects that are out there, and I really want to do uh, more of an interview format. I've got a lot of friends across the country that work in varying spaces, and I've already reached out to many of them to kind of line up a, a wide variety of topics that I think will make current events and politics a little bit more interesting, uh, but to really get to know people more than just the sound bites that you get in talk radio or on the nightly news. Or the uh, the plethora of online blogs, because I think that we really need to dive a little bit more behind the scenes into what makes people tick, and also see what people outside of politics think about politics. I think that's one of the biggest things that was missed in the 2016 election was what what does the average person actually care about? What are they thinking about? The polling obviously was way off. We saw that there was a huge surprise that Trump did win over Clinton who had been in the race, essentially running for president for the last 20 years. It was astonishing that it would be a pretty bad defeat and nobody stopped to take the time to to actually interview what the, the average person who is maybe politically active, maybe not, but isn't the person who listens to talk radio all day long or who actually can name off their state representatives and national representatives. So I think it's going to be important to get a little bit more into the pulse of what people in North Carolina are thinking about. And along those lines, I really also want to take an opportunity uh, over the next however long this uh, this ship sails to dive a little bit into specifically North Carolina history. And I think that by looking at where we came from, we can start to move forward better as a whole, as a group of uh, as a group of people, and also and also learn from our mistakes because i think one of the biggest issues that we have is we keep repeating the same things over and over again when we have so much evidence and written record to look at where we've been before and and try not to make those same mistakes again and so i think one of the ways to do that is to really dive into history and and i'm a, a total history nerd as well I'll try to view as many of the national or the North Carolina Historic Sites as possible. And so I'll be posting more about that and, and doing some pieces on that. So I know this sounds very fragmented, but I hope it doesn't. I hope it becomes more uh, cohesive as it goes because I think all of these strands, as far as history and how everyday people view politics, as well as mixing in uh, discussions that sort of reframe the conversation around what is going on in our country will be extremely beneficial If uh, for no one else than me, but I hope it helps you as well. So I want to thank you for taking the time. I think we're about 15 minutes uh, in here and that's going to be all for the for the first little introduction here. But stay tuned because we will have some uh, some really interesting interviews and discussions coming up soon. And like I said, we'll also have the main Tavern Voices podcast kicking off soon as well. So hopefully we will uh, we'll bring you a different conversation than what you're hearing. And our hope is to get your feedback and to continually improve this so that the, uh, the Tavern Voices podcast network will be, uh, will be a place that you turn to for a breath of fresh air. Because I know for a fact that I am personally pretty tired about most of the things I listen to, except for a tower show, of course. That is, that is by far still the, uh, the top of my list for talk radio. Uh, but I appreciate you taking the time and uh, comment on this post. Um, on the website wherever you happen to be viewing this listening to this and uh, let me know what you think and if there's any particular topics or issues that you would like to hear uh, taken at a little bit more deeper level because I definitely want to bring people on and and dissect the issues to bring a little bit more depth to uh, to the usual conversation so thank you and uh, stay tuned for the next one